0: Welcome to this episode of Laughing Without Liquor, a woman's guide to living it up without the booze. Join your long-term recovery hosts, Lane Kennedy and Tamara Medford, as they have insightful conversations with others on an alcohol-free journey. We're glad you're here. Now let's dive into this episode.
1: Gotti, it, Gotti, it. Gotti. Mm. Got okay. Again, the spray never gets old. Never gets old.
0: Hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford.
1: And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy.
0: And we're hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging out with us in another episode of Laughing
1: Without Liquor. (laughs) Yes. There it is. I believe that's probably at least four episodes in a row that you've done that. And I love it. I can't
0: help myself. (laughs) (laughs) I literally cannot do it. Oh God. I and I tell myself, I'm not gonna jingle. I'm not gonna jingle. And it happens
1: but you can't help it because you love what you do. I love it so much. Right. I think that's a good key indicator that you're loving what you're doing is you can create a jingle for any part of it (laughs) for any part. Oh my God, Tamar, what's happening? Oh, so much right now. (gasps) So much is
0: happening. Oh, summertime swing is we're in session.
1: Oh, I know. And having two teens home and a seven-year-old, let me tell you, it changes your whole entire day because I'm used to having that peace and quiet.
0: Yeah. From nine to three. It's gone.
1: It's gone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. Uh last
0: week uh we were at the Great Wolf Lodge, which is this crazy water park. Heard about it. And I have to tell you, one thing that I really appreciated about was the the cultural, the, the, the culture, the colors. Mm-hmm. all people, all bodies, all types. Uh, it was just fantastic. So if you are a mom out there and you're like, what am I gonna do with my kid for the summer? Check out the great wolf. You know, we have, um, well, my, my I only have one, but the girl that I, the family that I went with has a 14 year old and, you know, our boys were probably the oldest there, but they were having a kick-ass time and all ages. Mm-hmm. Fun, summer fun. Summer tip for you. Summer tip for you. If you know, you're like, what am I going to do with these monsters? What am I going to do?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think we have one of those about five hours away. So that's not too bad. Not too bad. It's we a, we might have to future. do that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get them in the car and go. Yeah. Uh, there was, oh my God, there was a teen. She was probably, maybe she was like 14, 15. I don't know, but she had on a string bikini. What are they called? Where your butt cheeks hang out? Thong. A thong. Thank you. You're welcome. A thong bikini on. And she was, you know, a developing young teen, uh-huh. and I thought, what are her parents thinking?
1: I see that a lot at the beach, though. We go to the beach, and there's at the these beach teens. is fine, yeah. But a, a young kids beach, like where it's predominantly young kids, it just I'm like, wow. I mean, yeah, I don't for I, them, I feel like but uh...
0: <laughs> I'm all about not body shaming. But when you have old Okay. Here we go. Ready? When you have men. Okay. Dads who are probably not getting it every day. And then Mm -hmm. they have this young little butt in front of their face standing in line. Not cool. No, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not okay with that. Call me old timey. Call me a prude. You know, I just am like, and you know what these, this little girl, she had a great little physique. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, and all the guys were looking, all the dads, all the dads, every single time their head would just watch. And then there was one where he was like gawking,
1: like, <laughs> like what is happening here? Yeah. Cause a yeah. lot of them are probably in their midlife crisis right now. Exactly. And, you oh. know, the sports car and well, yeah. and we have conversations with the teens about this all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. you gotta dress appropriately sometimes. Like yeah. it just, Yeah. I get it. There's a time and a
0: place for your butt hanging out on the beach. I think the beach is okay. Yeah. But this kind of amusement water park, I was like, Oh, not so much. Yeah. If you have a comment on this, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. If if you're you're like lane, if you're like (laughs) lane, that's crazy. Let me know how crazy I am. I'd love it. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Okay. And, and this topic today, let's get into it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Talk about the wine mom culture.
0: Oh God.
1: Right? I mean, some, some moms might be watching their teens doing this and going, give me that glass of red wine.
0: Yeah, maybe they don't even know. Maybe not. Because they're just sitting there drinking. Mm-hmm. They're to- totally just like, whatever, Sally, wear whatever you want. Oh, you have Wha- such a great little body.
1: Right? You know, it's true. I used to play soccer as a teenager mm-hmm. and I remember all the parents, like it was the thing, they would go to the pub and they would sit there and all of a sudden it's like the, we didn't exist and we could get away with anything. Yeah. Cause that was the thing to do. You went somewhere, you went out with your girlfriends, you did something, you had wine.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like free flowing at this great wolf. They mm-hmm. had the um, they had a, a bar in the center and then they had another like a uh, bar outside and a bar, like just bars, mm-hmm. alcohol flowing. And they made it look really fun. The tiki glasses. I love the tiki glasses. Yeah, it was really great. <laughs> drinking, hmm. our culture. We're yeah. just a drinking society. Let's get loaded. Yep.
1: We are. And I think I i remember at one point I used to, I got a shirt mm-hmm. from a friend. I think it was around my 30th where it said beer girl on the oh back. Oh my God. No. I, I also had a nickname at work. Tanked. No. Um, yes, because somebody had written my name da- down wrong on the schedule when I had first started at this job, and then they all laughed because they're like, Well, that's suitable, and that name stuck. No. and I wore that like a badge of honor. Now I was an alcoholic at yeah. the time. I didn't want to admit that because it was so part of the culture to go mm. out and have fun. If you had a stressful day, guess what? You went home and drank. If something good happened, you went and drank. Oh. And I think that. You know, one of the ways that it harms is it's normalizing alcohol dependency. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, yeah. no, it's normal to go home after a day that's yeah. difficult and drink. Yeah.
0: Yeah. During the pandemic, I think that, you know, oh Jesus. I mean, that was the epitome of the acceptance of drinking at home, drinking with your kids, drinking whenever you can. And I remember I think Target, Target has a lot of mom wine time kind of drinking shirts and I think Tropicana had an ad where they got they got in big trouble around having mimosas and the the mommy wine drinking it just it's not great. No and I think nothing to joke about. Like it's no because alcoholism or alcohol is so addictive. Especially if you have a certain amount of genes, the ALDH or the DRD3. It's just like you're gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you may think, oh, I can drink today. And then tomorrow you're freaking handcuffed
1: <laughs> to that bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it also puts like, you know, we're trying to talk more about alcoholism and addiction yeah. to get rid of that stigma. But by yeah. normalizing that mom wine culture, yeah. you're actually adding to that stigma. Yeah. Right. Because it's, and I, you know, when I first quit drinking, people are like, you quit drinking? What? I, my closest friends were all like, obviously like, thank God you quit drinking. Right. But those wine culture moms or, or friends that I hung out with, they were shocked. They're like, well, what are you going to do for fun now?
0: Yeah, no, it, there's so much to do without drinking.
1: Right. And you remember it. And you remember
0: it. And oh God, it's just so much better. So let's talk about why, why do moms drink?
1: Well, (laughs) yeah,
0: let's get into it. Yeah. I think there's so many different reasons why moms turn to alcohol and I don't want to minimize, you know, this idea of drinking because drinking is fun. Mm -hmm. Jesus, let me add it, but being a mom and being drunk or drinking, not so fun, but let's talk about why, why?
1: Coping. Okay. I am currently going some through something right now with my partner and our seven-year-old. And there's mental health involved mm-hmm. in this. And you know, we had an incident a couple of weeks ago where she just snapped like that switch flips. And I sat there, it was like I had an out-of-body experience watching all these people in this park as this is going down like nodding their heads in disgust and no one reaching out and saying, Hey, do you need help? My partner was clearly limping because she had a previous injury. She broke her ankle, trying to make sure that the kid is safe and everybody around is safe. And all this is unfolding and my heart just broke. And I, I can't, we came home that night. We had to restrain her. We had to hospitalize her and it broke our heart. And I, I looked over at my partner and I was like, You know what? If I was drinking right now, I would have got drunk tonight. Like this is so hard to deal, but I I would have drank because of the shame, right? Because people that judgment, you feel ashamed. Like there's nothing you can do, and I just wanted to scream to the world, like, do you even understand the backstory? Mm -hmm. But I didn't, which allowed me to feel the feelings, be there for my partner. Mm -hmm. But I can just imagine how many moms want to go and numb as soon as they get home because I, I, you know, numbed with food. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I still can't believe that story. It's just like crazy that your little one's going through that. Yeah. Uh, And so many, this is, you're not a unique story household, right? Like this is happening throughout the world where moms are dealing with children who are neurodivergent or fetal alcohol syndrome or something right yeah. it's it's like or just a kid who's having a bad day yeah right just snaps i'm having a bad day yeah ate something and they just get upset you know and it's like as a mom i know that when my kid turns red and does that i pause pause button yeah pause button because i i can easily open up a bottle of my husband's wine Mm -hmm. it always is like, Oh, there's the answer. But I know that if I take that drink, that drink is going to take me and it's Mm going to take this whole house and everything in it.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. and alcohol is a depressant. So what do you think is going to happen the next day? Yeah. You're going to wake up with not only an emotional hangover, but a hangover from drinking the night before. And how do you cope with your children? You're probably going to yell at them.
0: No, it's going to be so horrible. It's just, yeah, it's so not good. I think there's also uh l- resentment, mm-hmm. you know, women, moms, right. We, we work and then we have the work in the house,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: all the stuff that we have to do and manage. So a drink just kind of eases that, you know, like, oh, I can just deal with it. But I think it's a false ease. I think there's a false, it, it. I find that it agitates me when I check out like that. Yeah. Right. Instead of just saying, okay, this is, this is my life and I'm choosing to be here. I'm choosing to do the dishes. I'm choosing to do the laundry. I'm choosing like, this is my life. I'm making it. I, I don't know if a lot of moms have that in their mindset, but maybe that's something that we can share a little bit today about is like the mindset. It takes mm-hmm. yeah to not drink every day, right? Because it is a burden to clean the house, do the laundry and work and take care of kids and walk the dogs, like yeah, a freaking kids. burden, dude.
1: <laughs> kids are a, a plus full-time job. I mean, yes. not once in the last two weeks did mm. my partner pick mm. up a drink, and she <sighs> can drink, yeah, but she she, I mean, really, it's once every two months, but she actually asked me, did you think at any time, were you worried that I was going to pick up a drink? And I said, well, part of me was wondering how you were feeling. And if that even crossed your mind, she said, no, it doesn't because I can't parent if I do. And I just, it blew me away. Isn't that crazy?
0: I can't parent if I drink, like she's so normal. You,
1: God, she's a God.
0: She's like an angel.
1: She is an angel. (sighs) She's a superhero. That's for sure. But her mindset around it and her understanding, this is what will happen. And she's not an alcoholic, but she knows she doesn't like the feeling alcohol Mm -hmm. produces. And she knows that she won't be able to do things as well. If she does that, she doesn't Mm -hmm. turn to that for a coping mechanism because she's aware of what it will do, what the consequences are. Mm -hmm.
0: So many consequences.
1: So, so many, like someone like me, and yeah. you yeah. we would probably have a hundred consequences oh. to that one action
0: one action i'd be locked up immediately right yeah i just it's oh,
1: god but i i think for myself getting through this and not turning to something like food so if you're a mom and you turn to wine yeah it's that thought about okay if i have this drink or if i have this snickers bar cuz we yeah. talk about snickers yeah. bar yeah. um how am I going to feel tomorrow? Am I going to be able to handle the situation better? Or am I going to be more uh, tired, agitated, irritable? irritable? And Mm -hmm. so almost, you know, in recovery, we play that tape through about, okay, we take the first drink, it gives us that sense of ease, but then, hey, we might as well have another and another. And then Mm -hmm. we get into a fight with our partner. We yell at the kids, we get up in the morning, and now there's 20 other problems we have to deal with.
0: Game over. Right? Yeah. Mm
1: -mm. Do you want that? Just play the tape through what that's going to look like.
0: No, I think it's better to just, again, I'm going to go back to the pause button. Mm -hmm. And in my early recovery, I actually had one of these big buttons that just said stop. (laughs) And I literally would just push it as an action to kind of train myself instead of you know, I, I can be abrupt and I can be loud and obnoxious, and I learned how to just do that instead. It was such a great tool. Uh, a mentor got that for me. Thank you. And it was it was. I always go back to that visual in my mind now. You know, twenty six years later, of just getting that stop button because I don't want to reach for a drink mm-hmm. or you know five coffees from Phil's or. Um, Like a bowl of cookie dough. Like, come on, Uh, shopping. You know, I'll spend money. Boom, 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 boom. You know, like, alcoholism is the the mental illness, right? It's it creates a different thought pattern, and the only hope that I know that I have to to break up that thought pattern is like spiritual. Yeah, hundred percent spiritual. Mm -hmm. And God, that's just sometimes I don't want that to be the answer tomorrow.
1: No, no, I agree.
0: You know, I, it's just like, uh, spiritual. It's an all? But I know it is. I mean, it is, it just comes down to, it's gotta be spiritual or I'm drunk. Yeah. So why else, why else is she drinking? It's hard to handle children. Yeah. It's become acceptable to drink during the day because of the pandemic. And now we're in this new world. Mm-hmm. Uh, why like what else? What else is going on with her, you think?
1: Um, wanting to numb. Wanting to numb. Like lower those feelings of yeah. I, I know that when I'm oh, heightened, yes, instantly. Right. And that brings you down. Yes. But of course, as we know, science and the brain,
0: yes,
1: yes, it's gonna pick you up for a little bit and it might soothe you. But guess what? Your body has to reach a state of homeostasis. So it's gonna take you down further. And that's where we get that depression from.
0: Right. So I think this is where like therapy comes into play counseling, a good friend, right. Getting to the root cause of like, why the F are you actually drinking?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Is it because your partner's not helping? Is it because your job sucks? Is it because you're just having a midlife crisis? Adrian started asking me yesterday if I was going to have a midlife crisis. (gasps) Can you believe this? I was like, dude, I am not having a midlife crisis. He's like, it's going to come, mom. I said, no, it's not.
1: I feel like I did enough over the last, you know, 47 years to um, not have a midlife crisis cuz I've no. pretty much done it all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I'm still doing more fun stuff, but it's not going to look like that. No.
0: No. Then he said, uh, dad's probably going to have it first. And I said, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but let me go back to my point, which is, you know, what's what's the reason you're drinking or shopping too much or eating too much. Like what's the root cause that's causing you to do this. And if you don't want to look at it, you're just going to continue the behavior. Yeah. That's like such a hard truth to swallow.
1: It is. Ugh. Yeah. And I feel like uh, uh, other than food, the yeah. shopping thing you mentioned, yeah. I yeah. I had gotten a, my first Lego set uh, mm. last weekend. Yes. And now you're all in. <laughs> I may have purchased some more Lego. No. Overnight. They are expensive. I Overnight? Overnight. Um, No, you didn't. We have plans tomorrow to nerd out on Lego for a few hours together while we Wh- go. What'd
0: you get? Which, what'd you get? What kind?
1: Which um, ones? I actually got the Fender guitar. With oh, the, my God. <laughs> and Melody got one of the uh, Van Gogh or one of the paintings, the, the dots. The wall.
0: the wall ones are good.
1: So, I know. We're... we're it's therapeutic. I mean, we sat there the other day and did it for three hours and it was so therapeutic. So shopping, yes, I admit I bought that out of emotional, but I'm also excited to nerd out over Lego.
0: Yeah, but that's going to bring you some kind of sense of serenity too. Right. And there's a yeah. connection between you and your partner that's going to occur. So I, yeah. I think the, again, it's finding the balance It is going back to the root cause of like, why are you doing this? And that's where it helps to have a coach mm-hmm. or a therapist or a really good friend, a mentor, uh, because we don't want you to do that. No. You know, we can totally laugh without the liquor, have a great life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one thing that I do want to mention, and I've been thinking a lot about how pandemic life has changed the way that we talk to our kids, how our kids see us, how um, it's normal to say the F-bomb. Yeah. It's like normal for kids to say things back to their parents now. And I'm like, what is happening? Have you we noticed couldn't that? do that. No.
1: No, that was a no, no,
0: no. And even on television shows where I I see younger teens talking back at their parents and being dismissive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's modeling, right. For just watching their parents being so upset about time that we were living through drinking and then kids start drinking and using earlier and being dismissive and naughty naughty. I didn't that word. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But, I, so I think that's another kind of issue to just kind of look at. Like if, if, if you're, you know, drinking and your mom and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to give it up. Or if you're, you know, chewing on an extra Snickers bar, right. It's yeah. mo- modeling that behavior to your kids.
1: Well, I remember, you know, before I quit drinking, most of the people I hung out with had kids and a lot of the people that I no longer hang out with, they, they, and they still to this day do it. Like it's go to the ballpark, get drunk Mm. in front of the kids. Hey, we're all going to go to the beach today. Parents get hammered. Like it's Mm, so normal to do that, but you see the kids doing things now Mm. and the parents wonder, oh my, oh my God, how did they get so out of control? Well, (laughs) they've been watching you have house parties for weekend after weekend after weekend for how many years? And you Mm -hmm. don't think that's going to have an effect on them?
0: No, certainly had an effect on me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Uh, so yeah, I think mommy wine culture, you know, alcohol substance use disorder has to stop. It just, it's so dark and
1: uh, gotta go. It's gotta go.
0: Gotta go. So if you're, you know, struggling with this, or you're struggling with another substance, you know, reach out for help.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the the awareness is the first step, and then reaching out and taking action is the second. Yeah. And and you're hanging out with us. Boom. That's right. Reach out to us. Ask reach us out to us. Yeah. Join the community. Hang out with us. Say hello. Uh, we have a way to talk to us tomorrow. Yes, we you wanna, do. You want to talk about that for a minute?
1: Yeah. You can head on over to our website. And we actually have a ask us so you can ask us a question, but we also have a little voicemail so you can click on it, record something, ask us a question so we can hear you.
0: Yes. Um, We also have some merch.
1: I'm loving the merch, Lane. We have some merch. (laughs) I get these random texts every once in a while when Lane's been inspired, merch inspired, and it's pretty cool. Our seven-year-old's like, how do I get my hands on one of those hoodies?
0: Yeah. So we have two, uh, two little t-shirts. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can check that out and we'll have that that's over on the website as well. Laughing without liquor. Uh, you're going to love them. I hope. And I think we can put a bow on it. Anything else that we want to share today?
1: No, I just, I reiterate, like if you're struggling, ask for help. You know, if you're one of those moms that always finds herself going out and doing the same thing and wondering, why do I keep doing this? Reach Mm -hmm. out to us. 100%. 100%. Tamar,
0: thanks for hanging out with me,
1: friend. Love the ditties and it's been so much fun. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of
0: Laughing Without Liquor. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Living in recovery can be a blast, and we are glad you're laughing without the liquor with us. We hope you'll join us again in the next episode. Until then, take care.